is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Well. Are you dictating from Zoom right now? <laughs> no. What, He's directing the show from Zoom over there. No, I'm not. I was sitting here. I was like, oh, like it was so comforting to hear the podcast. Oh, I thought you were directing me. <laughs> no, I'm sitting here like I'm like I'm welling up in my eyes. It's such a little comfort. Uh, oh. I already love it. I already love the podcast. Good. I'm glad you love the podcast. We're stuck with it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when people set up a GoFundMe for your uh, for your podcast uh, equipment. Is you have to do it. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Is this episode going to make it out on time? What time is it right now on, on the uh, East Coast? Um, it is six thirty-seven right now. So that's up to okay. you. <laughs> One thirty-seven here. Oh boy, well, we'll make it out. Podcast. We'll be all good. This is what is this episode nine? I don't know. I think <laughs> sure. Oh, I'm losing track. Of I that. think it's nine. Yeah. Well, it is the first episode that we are doing from around the world. I am here in uh, Kailua Kona, Hawaii, on the, on the big island of Hawaii. And uh, AJ is in the basement in the Flint, Michigan area. And uh, we are living separately and doing the show together. We are not separated. We are just living separately no. right now. <laughs> For a couple more weeks, so I can talk him into coming out here over spring break. We'll come out there. You need a you need a hug. I do need a hug. <laughs> it is tough because it's 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 like non hug season. Like no one's handing out hugs these days. Well, it's not non hug season. It's just non hug. It's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. In like, general, we're, we're we're like like any other time in history. You could be like, I need a hug. Someone's like, bring it. This has been a tough time for uh, for huggers, and I am definitely a hugger. It's been a struggle. That's right. You are a hugger. How how is that going? Do you like, have you violated it? Have you caught yourself? Um, back in the beginning, I did. Like, I would walk in for a hug and then like pull back because I just forgot. Now I totally I give air hugs. I just put my arms out like this. Oh, nice. I do air so, fives. Yeah, I've been out here. So I've been out here uh, for like what a week now. One week, seven days. Seven days. As of right I've now. Had, and I've only had 19 breakdowns. <laughs> only 19 breakdowns. I think it's important that you talk about that, though, that you've had um, some... You've, it's been hard for you out there because everybody, yeah. um, you know, my girlfriends included, they're they're like, how can he be homesick in Hawaii? And I'm like, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. I mean, it's not a vacation. No, you're One. out there to start work. Yeah, I'm I'm not here surfing. No. <laughs> One because I can't surf, but two because that's not what I'm here to do. But no, as someone who, you know, home is a very interesting word, it's a concept, and for some people maybe it's a geographical place. Um, you know, I hit the road early from what was my hometown of Chicago when I was 20 uh, 22 years old. And you learn kind of as you and and AJ you you joined me halfway through this journey, and then it became our our little traveling radio circus. But you learn that home is a is a is a flexible word, yeah, and it can mean a lot of things. And and to me, uh, I figured out that it means family. 
It is very so, weird like, when you anything. move when you move away from home. It's weird because I haven't lived in my hometown. There's a difference between home and hometown. I haven't lived in my hometown in 13 years, and mm-hmm. my family and friends still say, "Well, when are you moving home?" And I'm like, "I'm that's not home for me anymore." So no, sure. I mean, I feel bad. Even my dad asked today, he's like, you should move home. There's all these jobs and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I don't want to. I'm sorry. Like I just, first of all, I don't want to live in a city as big as Milwaukee. I'm, I'm getting old and I want to be away from people. <laughs> Second of all, I want out of the Midwest. These winters are really taking a toll on my asthma and my mental health. But it was just interesting to hear him say that today. I mean, like that recently, he's like, when are you moving home? I'm like, I'm not. Oh, yeah. And home, like, this is my home. I live in Michigan. And, you know, for me, the concept of home is, is, is really attached to AJ and our son, Dylan. You know, that's, that's my home, and that home has been in many different places. That home has been, been in Milwaukee. It's been in Seattle. It's been in Menasha, Wisconsin. It's been in La Crosse, Wisconsin, Plover, Wisconsin. Now Flint, Grand Michigan. Blank, Michigan. And, um, you know... Like, that's my concept of it. So, yeah, totally hard being away from you guys. Totally hard. I've shed a few tears. Yes, he has. I got a burp. And Sorry. Our, our son is like, our man, my son was shook. That he he really, he's only seen you cry one other time, and that's when uh, your mom died. Which is weird, because I always considered myself a pretty open, emotional guy. You're not a and big I crier, remember- though. No, 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 you're not. I'm I'm telling you because I know you and I've been married to you. You're not a big crier. No. See, I always thought I was pretty open with that, but apparently I'm not because our son, our son lost his shit in, in the most like sweetest way possible that dad was crying. Yeah. He was totally freaked out that you were crying. Yeah. He's like, why is dad crying? And so, you know, I was real open. I'm like, Hey dude, I'm like, it's all right. I'm, and, and he, you're right. He, he tied it right back into um, my mom's funeral. And I said, okay. I'm like, yeah, that was the last time I cried. And I said, that's okay. And I said, mom cries more. That's okay. And I said, I felt like crying now. And that's okay. And I cry less now that I'm on Prozac. So, you know, that's a good thing. <laughs> Dude, I know I'm sitting here. I'm on my SSRI and I'm like, man, I could bump it up if I wanted to. So you why know? don't you? This is probably a good <laughs> Just- time. <laughs> Just numb out all the feelings. Yeah, of numb your feelings. <laughs> I find yeah, it funny numb. that uh, this is our first separate podcast, yeah. and you are in quite literally the most beautiful place, beautiful place in the world, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. and you're sitting inside in like a dark room. <laughs> well, no, well, it's 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 not. Well, this is my room. Um, I know, but I just find dark. it funny. Well, because, well, one, I have housemates. Uh, first off, I'm uh, staying with a, a, a beautiful couple named Diana and Tan, who are salt of the earth people. Um, uh, just amazing folks. And they oh, I forgot you don't you don't have a you don't have a door to um, the lanai in your room. I do not. Totally do not forgot about that. Okay, that makes more sense. So anyway, so we have Don, uh, uh, Diana and Don staying here. Plus, Lynn uh, is staying here temporarily as well. She's uh, renting a room. And I just, one, I'm like, I don't want to bother people because I know, like, I'm going to get, like, in the radio mode and start talking loud and being obnoxious. No, that's that's not radio, Pat. That's just Pat. 
But I also wanted to stay inside because of the Wi-Fi, because we're on Wi-Fi. Oh, so I true. wanted to make sure that we had, like, the best quality signal. I didn't want to, like, branch out too much and be outside. Although, I'll be outside after this. I'll go outside and say, who's that? Who's uh, who's uh, talking to you? Nobody. Why? Oh, I just saw you, like, oh, I thought maybe, like. No, I was wiping my nose. My nose is running. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're really so, missing anyways. a beautiful day here. It's uh, it's. Let's see what the weather is. Um, Tell it, me. It is. It's a balmy 18 degrees in Flint wow. right now. <laughs> oh, shit. It's supposed to snow again. God damn it. I'm so sick. Although, what you say? You did say, um, you said that today when you went outside, you said, you know, 20 felt pretty nice. Well, pretty nice. it did because I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Oh, shit. It's supposed to get cold again. It's supposed to be about 20 degrees till this weekend. And then it's supposed to be 12 and 10 degrees. And that's what it was like over the weekend. And it was it was just frigid. Like, I I knew our dog wanted to go on a walk. And I kept telling her, because, you know, she understands English, that it's too cold. We made it to the end of the driveway. And as soon as the wind hit, she turned around and went right back in. So, like, I took her around the block today. People were, were walking their dogs today. And 20 felt warm. If there's no wind, 20 is doable. 20 is very yeah. doable. Um, we get into 10 and under is not doable, especially when there's wind. Oh my AJ God. has done yet another amazing good deed for the animals. Quite possibly all the animals. We don't know. But since I've been gone, our kitty cat, Rigby, he has been quite upset. He's very stressed out, yeah. He's very stressed out that dad's not home. The, fir- the, the, first temp- thing, the first thing he did... When I got home from dropping off Pat at the airport, he and he's fixed. He is completely neutered. He sprayed yeah. everywhere, which is just the grossest thing in the world. It's pretty, it is pretty terrible. It is so disgusting. And like, you have to clean that up right away or it lingers. And he sprayed every, and, and then I didn't see him for the rest of the day. So I knew he was pissed off that Pat was gone. It's been a struggle. The last week he's been very stressed out. He's been puking and he's just kind of running around the house like, like a chicken with his head cut off. Like he's just super anxious. And, and it, I think a lot of it too is he misses you because we're throwing off his routine. Well, yeah, because we have very specific, he has time with Miam and time, time with dad. And yeah, you know. We've thrown off his routine and we have an invisible fence. So our cats walk around our yard. Um, he sure as hell isn't going outside right now. And I don't blame him because I don't want to go outside right now. It is that cold. Sure. And I think that's just like, that's an enrichment time for him where he can kind of, you know, even if he doesn't yeah. run around, he can, most of the time he just sits on a chair and watches the world go by. And I'm like, he, he needs that. And I can't give him that right now. So AJ, of course, never takes a no for an answer. I need him out of my yeah. hair. He's driving me damn crazy. <laughs> Within a couple of hours, she uh, whipped together a heated cat house <laughs> that is now sitting on our front porch. <laughs> and our cat is hanging out as it's sub-zero temperatures in Michigan. He's hanging out in the heated cat house watching the world go by. And apparently <laughs> since then... A little bit less spring, a little bit less running around with his head cut off like a chicken, I suppose. I yeah, hope. he was a little more. So I, I put it together yesterday and because I had thought about this last week and then I just forgot. I just started a new job where I'm doing like freelance blogging and that is taking up quite a bit of my time, surprisingly, because I'm you know starting to get the ropes. So sure. he's like, he's up my ass. Like he needs attention all the time and I just can't give him enough 
And so last week I'm like, oh man, I should build him a heated cat house. And then it slipped my mind. And then he sprayed again. And I said, that's it. Damn it. I am building you a heated cat house. (laughs) So I go online and like these cat houses are like $140. These pre-done like heated cat houses. And I'm like, man, like we're not making a lot of money right now. Pretty much none. (laughs) So I found it really hard to buy that. So I said, I can probably put one together cheaper. Um, I got a dog house. It's like a almost like a Rubbermaid dog house from Tractor Supply Company in Davison. And then I got a heated dog pad and put it inside the house, plugged it in outside. And now he goes out there and goes into his little house. And it's hilarious because he sits in there and he meows. So like the whole world knows he's out, but you can't see him because he's in his little house. So all you hear is this God awful meow, meow. But you can't see him. He's in his heat again. So, so what I'm waiting for, and I thought about it this morning, because I let him out right after I got up, about 7 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. I let him out, and I watched him, and he went and kind of, like, I preheat. oh, my God. I preheated. Preheated. The da- like, I turned it on before that. <laughs> so it would be warm like when he went. Oven. <laughs> yeah. Preheat the oven. So you're like. Hold on, we're gonna make our kid a frozen pizza uh, in about half an hour. Why don't you preheat that oven? Preheat so the cat house. <laughs> Cats gonna want to go outside. Someone preheat the cat house. <laughs> so I preheated it, and I watched him walk out there, and he hesitated for a minute, and I panicked and thought, "What if there's like a stray cat that found it and is like living in there now?" I'm like, "This is gonna yeah. be a damn disaster. Like, this is gonna there's gonna be like fur flying everywhere, and like I'm not gonna be able to break it up without getting." clawed in the face and like i i wouldn't have a problem with a feral cat living in there overnight but you know rigby would <laughs> so i wasn't there was nobody else in there though so thank god one of these yeah, mornings there will do, be <laughs> you are gonna have to do some early morning bed checks because <laughs> bed i don't know who's checks. gonna pop up in there <laughs> bed checks. Who's, who's in here this morning knock knock housekeeping <laughs> Speaking, no man you want to talk about something that sets hawaiians off and uh, makes uh, hawaiians go go nutty in a good way no yeah here they're losing their damn mind there right now mauna kea does have snow on the top and it is it, and it is odd i was driving uh yesterday up the kohala coast a little bit and you see it off in the distance and you see the snow cap and it just doesn't doesn't logically compute in your mind yeah but it reminds me of living in salt lake city where even in the summertime the wasatch front where that's the mountain range there were always snow-capped mountains oh yeah it was like so living the summer of, we lived in seattle it was like a hundred degrees in downtown seattle but if you looked out at the cascades and mount rainier they all had snow on top of them it's so bizarre yeah mauna kea so, by the way is the isn't it the biggest mountain in the world yeah it's just it, mostly underwater it's like mostly because there's mount everest everybody thinks that's it no mauna kea i think is the biggest mountain in the world it's just most of it's underwater that's the only difference yeah so, but they've been, um, everyone's been going nuts trying to get up to Mauna Kea and play in the snow. Now, this is, this presents a couple problems, okay? One, <laughs> I can't imagine. One, most people don't actually have uh, appropriate clothes to wear in said snow. Are you telling me that there is no Gander Mountain in Hawaii? <laughs> I know. I know. So, one, there's no are, North like, Face to- Outlet. <laughs> People are like trying to, you know, scoop up the right wear to, to, to be able to be up there. Um, and then secondly, 
you know, it's just those of us who grew up in the Midwest or in any kind of snow region, the plains, wherever, uh, you know, uh, northeast, God knows you all get snow there. But uh, you, you learn certain things about snow sports. And you just learn them from doing them as a kid. Like, we all know sledding. The number one thing that's going to ruin your day is what? A tree, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's just certain things you look out for. Like, you know, before you sled, you, you would say, all right, a couple things. Is there a tree anywhere in the middle? Two, is there a big street at the bottom of the hill that I am going to barrel into and possibly get, get run over? Um, but that's just because we did it all the time, right? Yeah. That's what we did. So we did growing up. Unfortunately, people here do not. Uh, one young woman uh, did find herself in the hospital after she <gasps> took her boogie board down Mauna Kea and boogie boarded herself into a pretty uh, uh, decent rock and busted <gasps> up uh, a few bones of her own. That she's I'm okay. shocked she's alive. I mean, she is lucky to be alive. Yeah. Isn't and that how uh, Liam, Neeson, Liam Neeson's wife died like that? Except she was skiing, but she like skied into a tree, didn't she? Yeah, Sonny Bono too. Yeah, so that's why like like the trees are 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 the big one, but then the secondary is like all the boulders and rocks. Holy and stuff like that. shit, she hit so, a boulder! Oh my god, I'm glad yeah, she's okay. Right? That's nuts. So am I. So am I. But it just goes to prove how you know, no matter where you are and what you're doing, um, the opposite's always going to be nice. You know, yeah. here AJ is in 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 Michigan, wishing she was where I was, and. Meanwhile, there's some folks here on the island who are so excited to go get in the snow. And, you know, it's, uh, that's just how you it know, is, man. Just Remember. the fact that there's snow on Mauna Kea and just seeing locals so excited about it. I have decided that when we move there, yeah. I will bring my winter jacket. I was going to sell it. Yeah. But first of all, I'm cheap as hell and um i got it from the north face outlet and it was like 50 dollars. and it's like one of those gigantic furry north face winter jackets and it was like mm-hmm. to me that's like a steal i've had it for years i will not let it go i think i'll yeah. bring it to hawaii just because i don't i don't want to give it to anybody that was such a good de- deal i got plus you never know maybe maybe it's just someday maybe 10 10 years down the line i'll say man i miss snow <laughs> Maybe. No guarantees. Because <laughs> today I am not saying that. <laughs> oh, it feels good. The good news with Pat and AJ. I don't know if you heard last week, but the day after you left Michigan, somebody in Michigan won the Mega Millions in the lottery. Did you hear about that? Saw that. Novi, right? Novi. Yes, a Kroger in Novi. So um, they won. Get <laughs> this. billion. Oh, my. Like, that's the biggest, right? That's nuts. Yes, that's the biggest. Um, As far as I know, they have not yet stepped forward to claim it. There was a rumor that it was a bunch of teachers that had bought tickets together, which I think we would all just... That would be the good news. That would be awesome. That'd be great, yeah. Um, Hopefully, they're getting an attorney right now and protecting their their identity. Um, But... Kroger. So I didn't. I didn't realize this till like last year. I didn't realize that the place that sells the ticket gets a cut of the winnings. Is that oh. correct? Oh yeah, and like that was the big reason why the corner stores would always like put up little signs about so and so winner sold here because yeah. they would want you to buy more tickets so they had more of a chance too of winning. Which I'm actually surprised they do that because I'm less likely to go to a place where somebody just won. It's kind of like going to a slot machine right after somebody hits the jackpot. Like you're not going to do that. But as- I mean, but they're. 
but there are also like legitimate places that have just become like hotspots. Like yeah. there are these little gas stations that have sold all these winning tickets. So as part of Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste program, which um, is aiming to end hunger by donating 3 billion meals by 2025, Kroger is going to take some of their uh, some of their money and donate it to local food banks. Fantastic. Which is awesome because I, you know, I love shopping at Kroger anyways, but I think that's fabulous. They said, um, the governor actually said during these tough times, it's been incredible to see the ways in which our communities can come together to ensure nobody goes without. I applaud Kroger for their generous donation and continued commitment to feeding those in the communities they serve. What do you think their cut is? What do you think it is? I don't have a clue. Don't ask me oh, to do math. Man. I think it's a lot. Man. Any cut of $1.05 billion Ooh. is probably a decent amount. Man, I thought I was doing good over here with Bitcoin. <laughs> it's not. It has it risen to $1.05 billion yet? Because then you're not. <laughs> not getting there yet. The good news is always up at patandaj.com. You guys make me feel good. Spread the good news now at patandaj.com. Do this before mom falls asleep. Yeah, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> I'm so tired. Hold on. <laughs> what is your schedule? Because you were you were tired when we did the morning show, and now you're tired when we recorded at night. When are you functional? Are you a cat? Never. I am a cat in a grown woman's body. <laughs> I'm tired. I taught a lot of dance today. Seriously, I I'm have, still working I here. Have, I have 15 years of audio of you saying. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> and now I'm going to fucking 15 more of you saying, I'm tired. Uh, listen, if I would have known what being an adult would be like when I was a kid, I would have napped more. <laughs> but I nap now. <laughs> <laughs> we have got to talk about customer service and how bad it blows nowadays. Really? Hold on. I feel like we swing hard from its it's great to it's Un- bad. Yeah, to like it's unbelievably great because of technology and just the way we connect now. You're right. Now, and I should I should backpedal on that a little bit. When it's bad, I'm shocked at how bad it is because other companies are so great at yeah. it. So great. I was just telling um the lady at my son's ortho. I had to drop him off for an ortho and inform him that we're on the old Medicaid now. I was talking to the lady at my son's ortho. And we were both talking about tr- canceling trips because yeah. of COVID. And I said, I'll tell you what. I had some of the best customer service experience of my life. Through that. When all that went down. And I said, Travelocity literally created like a web page where you put in your your confirmation number. And the next thing was like, do you want a full refund? Click yes. Yes. Great. Done. It was amazing. Same thing with Delta, same thing. So I was like, it was really great, and it was kind of cool to see companies not be dickbags for once. Well, and and that's kind of where where I'm going with this. That is that we had so much great customer service last year with the with yeah. the pandemic. People were on point. That now when there's bad customer service, yeah, I'm like shitting a brick. I'm like, what's happening? What what planet are we? So so when we were in Hawaii, and I'm I almost feel bad because I pimped out this thing on our social media for years because at first it worked 
Um, there is a waterproof case you can use for your phone mm-hmm. and it's legit meant for underwater photography and video. Like it's not just, oops, you drop it in the water. It's meant for taking underwater. But now hold on before you go on, maybe change your verbiage. You didn't pimp it out cause you weren't actually in cahoots with them. Oh no, no, no. I, were, I bought it and just told everybody how awesome you can it was. Just say you were bragging it. Like you say pimping it out and I feel like you're in cahoots with, with the company no, and you got to do hashtag ad. No, I was just telling everybody to buy but it, this but was, I, I paid for it and just said this is awesome if you yes. want one here's where to get it so this was legit it wasn't diff- an endorsement yeah this was different than legit times in our career where we've been paid money to say come on down to joe's bait and tackle because he's got the best bait and tackle in town i Trust will me. say by the way um speaking of endorsements we didn't get a lot of them no <laughs> but there was one that we got that legit didn't work and i said i'm not going to endorse that anymore i'm like i'm not going to lie to people yeah. anymore so when it comes to something like this this is legitimately a product that you started to use in your everyday life i bought with my own money and you said this thing's amazing and you went out there with no financial no. anything you just said this is great and people said wow this is great yeah. too. thanks for telling us and that's that's how that went down okay. so the next year, they came out with a better model of phone case, All right. and I bought it and sold the other one, made the money back right away, because I said, these things are awesome. Gotcha. Um, the new one's not so awesome. In fact, it's so shitty that yeah. it has broken my phone, and the customer service, can I say the company's name? Uh, I I wouldn't. Yeah, no. No? That's this is too a, bad. This is on us now. I believe this is the Pat and AJ LLC part, and I don't want to uh, test those uh, legal theories. Oh, I so want to say it, but I won't. Um, they're like a small company, and at first, their customer service was great. Yeah. I had questions on how to use it and blah, blah, blah. But it was a case for your phone. It was a case for my phone. It's a they, case for yeah. your phone that you go swimming with yeah, and it, that the, you shoot underwater video. It's for video. underwater photography. Yeah, gotcha. Um, it's been fogging up for like a year and I, I tweeted at them, Facebooked them, called them, emailed, only got a response on one platform. And they're like, oh, we've never had that happen before. And that was it. And I was like, okay, yeah. well, that doesn't mean it's not happening. Something you never want to hear. Boy, that's never happened yeah. before. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe I can fix this on my own. I got those fog strips okay, and put them inside the case. I'm like, maybe this will help. Um, it didn't. And then I noticed the last time I used it in Hawaii... There was water inside the case. I would open the case and my phone came out wet. And I said, that's not supposed to happen with a waterproof case. Now, what's funny about this is I think our second or third day, probably second day in Maui, myself and AJ walked down to a little shop that rents out all types of equipment. And she immediately was planning days with the flippers and the scuba gear. Yeah. And they had all these underwater cameras and SD cards and, I mean, fancy stuff that you could rent. And it was very cheap, actually. It was very affordable, and she looked at it, and she got into a quick conversation about, well, but I use this case for my phone. And the guy in so many, so many, like, physical and non-physical ways was like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. And it's just so funny that, like, almost he cursed you. Like He did. Like, he was like... I don't know, man, because once that goes wrong, that goes wrong. And then literally like the next day, she comes back with, I think my phone's broken. So, and, and at first I thought he was just trying to sell me on one of their underwater cameras so to rent I. for a week. So did I, which which I understand. And I, had, I was actually going to do it. But I do agree with him because AJ before has legitimately dropped her phone into the ocean in the little uh, waterproof case and it has gone down to the bottom. Yeah. And because of uh, the grace of whatever God you pray to. 
a diver was able to just find it and go straight down and get it. Apparently, they love doing that in that area, yes. by the way, because it's a very protected area. So if something falls to the bottom, they're like, nope, I'll go get it. Like, it's like a challenge. So she's already, like, like one time had this amazing recovery of it. So, no, but- I... That I, was the original case. It was, but but I do agree with the no, guy. he's right. And, and it was so prophetic that he gave you that warning. You went out, and now... So, yeah, I took the, the... the My phone, like, wasn't... It just wasn't working. I'm like, this is not okay. There was water on it. There is this cool website, and now I forgot what it's called, but you can go to this website, and it will literally blow water out of the speaker That's of your phone and it worked it worked i thought my phone was completely busted i was pissed off i'm like this is crap like just out of all the things in the world to advertise a waterproof phone that they encourage you to take underwater video well with. i mean that is the the purpose of it it's it's it's, it's kind of like a swimsuit you're yeah. supposed to get in the water with it and then it doesn't work and it breaks your phone So I emailed the company. I'm like, listen, you guys, I'm like, I've been a pretty loyal customer here. And I have mentioned this to you before and you didn't say anything. The the case doesn't work. They came, they, they claimed you were the first incident of this ever being reported. I have a funny feeling that's not true. Is this, you can't contact them now on like their social media. You can't rate them, which means they've gotten complaints. Is this an issue of, and I found it with a lot of um, great new startups and I don't even know what we technically define a startup. This is definitely a startup. It's something around for a few years, but it seems like they're all under such intense pressure after uh, striking it, whatever, somewhat popular, or at least having some success, they get under pressure to redesign, remodel, and put out new a, ones. Yeah, a new one because I get it. That makes more revenue. Like, yeah, that's the you know you can't sell someone a car that's never going to die because then they're never going to buy a second car from you. So I've heard of this before. Within a year, they had and the the first phone case. I'll admit it yeah. had like six pieces to it. It was complicated. Yeah, but it worked and it didn't it get worked. my phone wet. The next year, they said, hey, look, we made a new one with two pieces that snapped together. You should get this instead. And I did. So now I've seen this happen. Bill Maher complained about it's a product that I own. Um, It's called the PAX. And it was really revolutionary. Um, It it was a little, I mean, it looked like a portable USB charger. It did. And you could grind up uh, flour, you know, pot, weed, cannabis flour. And you would put it in this little thing. And uh, you could just click it, and it would heat it. It would vaporize it, and and, and you could take dr- like and it was done. like an early vape pen. It was a very early vape pen, but with guys that still had like bags of weed. We didn't have yeah. oils and stuff. <laughs> and it was a great product, and it came out of San Francisco, yeah, of course. Some, a startup, some yeah. startup, somebody whatever. had a Kickstarter yeah. for it, and they made a bunch of money. And they upgraded it to the second one. And, and the second one was was terrible, and right? Bill Maher on his late night, whatever the HBO show is, did like include them in his monologue about <laughs> why the fuck do we always have to improve things, especially when they work. And he talked about how he loved this product and he would use it every yeah. night and it was convenient. It was this, it was that. And then they had to go redesign. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. That's what this sounds like is where the, you're under pressure of, okay, you've got everyone to buy one case. Now you need them to buy another. Which but I what did. are we going to do to make another? Yeah, and, and their thing was, well, it's less pieces. It's two pieces. That's it. It's not like six pieces that clip together. So it's simpler. It's simpler. But it doesn't work. Hell no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have six pieces 
with the case and then the, the case works. I sold my original case to a friend and I swear to God, I'll buy it back from her. I swear to God. So I emailed the company and I said, listen, you know me. I've, I've contacted you a few times about your products, about a couple of issues. And I, I never complained. I was just asking questions like, hey, I don't get this. Tell me how to work it. Yeah. And they were always super helpful. Until they claim that I am the first person to get water in my phone. This never happened. And um, they started the email back with, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's always great. Opening. And I almost tossed my phone off the balcony of the hotel because that is the worst possible thing. That's like telling somebody to calm down. Telling somebody to calm down has never made anybody calm down in the history of calming down. In the history of calming Saying, down. Saying I'm sorry you feel that way is insinuating that you're not wrong, but their feelings are. Yeah. And I said, no, my feelings are not wrong. And then they said, well, maybe the water was too cold. And of course, I shot back with, well, I'm in the Pacific Ocean, so no, it's not too cold. And I'm like, listen, my phone is broke. Like, when I type stuff on it now, there's a, like a, a delay. It doesn't come up for like maybe 10, 15 seconds. The sound is still a little wonky. But um, you're in it though, right? I mean, you're not getting a new case. I mean, it's... Uh, oh, no. I won't buy another one of their cases. Yeah. I will not tell people to use their cases. And I definitely... But I, we're, I'm like, I'm unemployed, man. I can't get a new phone right now. If you are going to sell a case that you are claiming you can put your phone in and take underwater video and then somebody tells you it doesn't work, instead of saying, I'm sorry, you feel that way, you should say, wow, we need to fix this. I hope this doesn't, because you're going to get a bunch of people saying, buy me a new phone. Your product sucks. There you go. See, and that's why you know it was a unpaid endorsement. Yes, now I'm telling you it doesn't work and it sucks. Yes, (laughs) because when you're getting paid for it, you'll always say it works. And if it doesn't, you'll just never talk about it again. Exactly. You'll just be like, that is what we do not speak of. No. I'm sorry. Don't be. I just, I'm, it's just such a weird concept to me. You know? To create a product that is supposed to protect somebody's phone from water. And then when it doesn't, you blame it on them. Not that I'm in any uh, financial position now, but I know one day I will be again. I'm, that's why I'm so weary of upgrading. AJ got me um, a birthday present. A couple years back, it's the Puffco Vape, and it is another startup company out of yeah. San Francisco, and it's basically a little uh, a little portable dab rig. So it's like a little itty bitty, but it looks like high tech. It, yeah. it plugs through a USB, and I can bring my little cannabis oils wherever I go, and I use it, and it's great. It's quick, convenient, discreet, done, right? She got it for me, what, three years ago? Yeah, three years and ago. And this thing became like a breakthrough product. Like, yeah. it got knocked off by everybody. But in the industry, and as things got more 21 and up in all the states, it became a big product. They've released a new one. Oh, shit. <laughs> right? Don't do it. Don't do it. I know. No, 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 no. But and, and, If it's not broke, don't fix it. And legitimately, I'm looking at some of the new features, mm-hmm. and it's the same shit that Pax did. Yeah. It's like... Bluetooth technology. What do you need Bluetooth I go, Hold for on. your pot? Bluetooth technology. I go, I like the system we have now. You have colors. Yeah. It's green, red, white. Yeah. Cool. That's all you need. Warm, hot. I don't need a Bluetooth connection on an app. You should not be giving people who are getting high. <laughs> Bluetooth connections? That many steps in working their little rig. But it's the no. same thing. I thought, I said, holy shit, they just did it too. They did it, yeah. I said, they're doing the, we have to upgrade because now we need more money. Yeah. And we're going to sell a new product, and I'm sure there's tons of folks who will buy it. And here I am, like, 
don't stop selling stuff for the original because I like it. I mean, right. my original has traveled with me to Hawaii, to Bonnaroo. It's been here. It I works use it, great. use it a million times a for day. the amount I paid for it, it should work great three, <laughs> three years later. <laughs> but I mean, here they are again. It's, it's like we, we got, here's a new one for you. Here's a new one. It's just so strange with the year of 2020. It was like, like you said, it was either so great with um, customer service or it was so bad. Yeah. And to get such great service and then have a company say, well, that's sorry, sorry see, about your phone. See, that's how you know things are truly getting back to normal. See, companies are back to They're not giving to be a assholes shit. again. You know? <laughs> oh, sorry. We broke your phone. Sorry about no it. No problem. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.